Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. Today, we're going to share what the Lord has uh, shared with us in our hearts. Mm. And um, uh, I don't think we can finish it today. We are going to leave Revelation chapter 6 for next Sunday because uh, it's a, it, it not just too long, but it's a weighty one that needs uh, explanation. You know, we need to connect Revelation 6 with, you know, the current events and where this thing is leading. Uh, but we ha- today we're going to establish uh, the beginning of sorrows. You see, if, if you try to understand the analogy, the illustration that the Lord Yeshua or Jesus Christ said, mm. it's like a woman, you know, giving labor pains. You know, mm. when, when you have, we have not, I have not experienced that. <laughs> my, wife, my wife did. Uh, once, a, uh, uh, <clears throat> once a woman is about to give birth, you know, to, to a child, you know, they go through a, what we call birth pains. Mm, labor pains, yeah. Labor pains, right. And it's not going to go away. Okay, it's not going to go away. It's, it's on and off, yes, but you see uh, the, the frequency is getting... Uh, it's escalating. Yes. Escalating, mm. and at the same time, the time between two pains will be uh, shorter and shorter. Mm. Okay, so when Jesus said uh, there's going to be uh, the beginning of sorrows, and if we are in the beginning of sorrows, which most believers, most theologians and teachers around the world recognizes that we are at the beginning of sorrows. Yes, for okay, sure. around the world right now, mm. and that w- w- that means uh, this thing is not going to end. No. Th- we're not going to go back to normal. Yeah, if you just look at earthquakes, just earthquakes, how much the increase of earthquakes, not just in the Philippines, but mm-hmm. worldwide. There's a, yes. The ratio of earthquakes increased a lot worldwide. Mm, right. That's right. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and uh, those uh, earthquakes, catastrophes were not really in the news, right? Only a few media groups, you know, uh, Post it, mm-hmm. but it's not in the main media. Even the wars right now, you know, Israel, Syria, it, there, is, there is a war going on right now. They're, they're firing, and, and Israel hit their targets in Syria, mm-hmm. in Damascus. Okay? You remember th- there is a prophecy concerning Damascus. So everything is. Uh, th- that was yesterday, <laughs> by the way. That was mm-hmm. yesterday. So you go to Amir Sarfati Telegram, you want to see pictures, you want to see aerial uh, shots of, you know, th- there's so mm-hmm. many video clips. Although he's not uh, posting everything, mm-hmm. but uh, there are other ministers who are also giving their reports, you know, with, with what you mentioned, the two preachers, the, the, the catastrophes, the earthquakes, the floodings, mm-hmm. you know. Not everything is in the uh, uh, main media. You, you cannot find it in the news. In fact, in the news, they, they, they say that the, the main media says, uh, oh, well, Ukraine is winning, you know, things like that. But if you look 
in you know on the other side the, the real news what's really happening mm. okay moment by moment it's which is yeah it's not just uh, russia and ukraine um, it is a lot of other countries are uh, are getting involved yes and we know the scripture says the end the final battle will take place in, in israel so this is just like the beginning uh-huh. and yeah the, the unfolding of um, ezekiel 38 that's right Okay, so we begin. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> you see how excited we are? This is just an introduction. Uh, <laughs> come, Lord Jesus, come, Maranatha. <laughs> okay, uh, our topic for today is still, we're still on the, our series on famines in the Bible. Mm. But uh, since uh, the, the, the previous episodes were about the famines that took place already, last week I talked about uh, the... the, the the famine prophesied by the prophet Agabus from Jerusalem. Mm. That's in the book of Acts. Now we're going back to the Gospels. Matthew, um, Luke, okay, if you want, Mark 13. It's up to you. But So we entitled this, we are The Famine Predicted by the Lord Jesus Christ. Because this is something uh, that is being prophesied by the Lord. Okay, uh, let me read this. Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ prophesied that during the last days, or before his second coming, there will be famines. This prophesied famine could happen anytime in the near future. What do you mean in the near future? In the near future means uh, very soon, okay? Uh, Or within a short time, all right? So that is anytime in the near future. (laughs) Okay, so... So first of all, the Lord Jesus prophesied of a time and season called the beginning of sorrows, mm. which we believe we are, it's upon us right now, yes. okay? The beginning of sorrows. So the beginning of sorrows prophecy is about what? The events that causes grief or deep distress. These are the times where believers, where people will experience grief. You know, whether problems in the family, you know, the, you know anything. It will cause us grief besides the world events. Um, so let me read the first passage and then I'll ask our brother here to read Luke uh, 21 passage, sure. right? So let me read uh, Matthew 24, beginning from verse 4. I'm reading uh, NIV version. says, Jesus answered, Watch out that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah, and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Okay? A nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines. In King James Version, there will be famines and pestilences, okay? And earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains, or all these are the beginning of sorrows. So that's it, friends. We just read it. Uh, This is what the Lord Jesus mentioned. Everything that was mentioned in that passage, okay, the wars, rumors of wars, and then what? 
Nation will rise against nation. Meaning to say, same clan. It's mm -hmm. ethnic. Okay, it's an ethnic war. So there'll be wars in the Middle East, wars in Europe, wars in you know uh, other places, ethnic group. But it will end up with what? Wars against country against God. That's kingdom against kingdom. Mm. And said there will be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in various places, which is mm. actually it's been happening, right? Yes. Yes. It, <laughs> The, the 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 only thing okay the only thing that is yet to happen is the famine mm. out of all all of this okay it's happened it has happened so there's one more there is one more that uh, we're we're expecting that will happen because you know what the lord jesus christ prophesied mm. came to pass yes okay and among the list there is one left but, you know, some countries, there are some people, some groups are already experiencing this famine thing. Yeah, in Africa, I mean, we know in Africa they experienced famines for years. But uh, yeah, this famine that Yeshua predicted will affect the whole world. Mm, the right. glo global one, not just uh, right. certain parts, but all over the world. That's right. That's right. So, let us try to connect uh, the writings of Matthew to uh, Dr. Luke. Mm. Who's the Gentile? Okay, can you read uh, Luke 21? Teacher, they ask, when will these things happen? And what will be the sign that they are about to take place? He replied, watch out that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name, claiming, I am he, and time is near. Do not follow them. Mm. When you hear of wars and uprisings, do not be frightened. These things must happen first, mm -hmm. but the end will not come right away. Mm -hmm. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines, and pestilences in various places and fearful events and great signs from heaven right you know that's right what do you think <laughs> a lot of those things will already start to see happening mm -hmm. yes I mean, I, when I came here to the Philippines on 2019 to move here, I mean, I experienced big earthquakes. And I felt that Jesus, <laughs> Jesus will come back right away. <laughs> okay. But there's still a chance for many to get make right with God. Yeah. That's right. And, and uh, the other uh, events that was mentioned was not, you know, did not happen first. But this time it's pretty obvious yeah. you know it's, it's so vivid before our eyes how could these events happen globally you know it, mm. it's it's happening globally yeah. for the first time i mean this is so exciting so stay with us until mm. next week okay because we are going to connect this how is this connected the matthew 24 mark uh 13 and luke 21 to revelation 6 mm. you know a lot of theologians cannot figure out they, they think uh, 
Matthew 24 and Revelation 6 are not the same because it's uh, it's a different time. The seals uh, belong to the tribulation, okay? The, the, the great tribulation, the last seven years, okay? That is an interpretation, okay? It's good. But if you try to analyze it word by word, okay? <laughs> analyze those uh, synoptic gospels uh, passages of scripture, With the book of Revelation, you see how they fit together. Yeah, they're all connected. Yes, they're so well connected. They're, 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 I mean, oh man. Yes. You have to do a comparative study side by side. Matthew, summarize it. Mark and Luke and then Revelation, you see. Mm. And connect it to current events. Yeah. And then you will see more. Okay. And where is this leading? You know. The, the the Ezekiel 38 the you know sometimes when I read those prophets before I I cannot see how they can you know how will they happen you know how <laughs> but now yeah. now you know you see how this country reacts to this country and this country so the you know there is a conflict going on and this ah okay yeah, so now you see where everything is leading yeah the biblical prophecies are really taking shape. Yes, it's, uh, it's, right. it's coming more color. It's like before it was more much more unclear, but now I can see it's becoming more and more clearer. Yes, especially when you get updates not from the mainstream media, mm. <laughs> but from the different groups in the field itself, where these things are happening. So some some guys are you know. Uh, in that uh, specific event taking and making their uh, reports uh. but even in the mainstream media i mean this week on the radio it's it says that the bread price uh, will increase because of the ingredients are getting more expensive so even on the mainline news it talks about uh, that's right the the famine that's coming so and <laughs> uh, because um, You know, like even McDonald's got a shortage now of, of potatoes. And uh, I mean, they can only make the small uh, fries now because and uh, and there's a lot of other uh, uh, signs that shows about uh, food scarcity that's that's coming. Yeah. So what that means, <laughs> that means let's start to plant potatoes. <laughs> 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 and and every all the only advice I can give to my fellow believers is root like a plant. You must root yourself deep, deep, deep in Jesus. Root, your, root yourself deeply in Yeshua because the storm of is coming. And when the storm is coming, then you you will remain standing. I mean, I'm I'm amazed to see the the palm trees here in the in the philippines you know it is always like a cyclone coming through the Visayas, and i see this that that palm trees they, they they bend backwards because of the strong winds and of but they are standing they are standing because they are rooted yeah. deeply and that's right and that is my uh, uh, advice to to myself but also to to my brothers and sisters to that's root right. yourself deeply in in him yes and amen because he is faithful and he will look God will look after his, his, his own children. That's right. That's right. Amen. Mm. I say amen to that. Mm. And, uh, okay, the, let's, uh, let's talk about the, uh, the updates. You know, I, I, I wrote some of the 
news from mm. the news. Yeah. Okay, again, uh, we are going to continue this uh, study uh, next Sunday because uh, we have a second service, uh, which is a face-to-face service today. Mm. Uh, but uh, just for the news, news update uh, about Sri Lanka, you know, er, I believe uh, everybody uh, knows about what happened to Sri Lanka. Okay, of course, uh, they had a lot of debts from other countries mm-hmm. who, who, you know, who offered them help, you know, build uh, infrastructures, buildings, and that they're not using, you know, mm-hmm. the, the main mm-hmm. uh, sports complex. They're not using the, I think, some airport and some roads, uh, what they call this. It's not uh, making profit. And, and the thing is... Uh, so they got bankrupt right now, and uh, they ha- they're on a free fall economically, and the rupee has gone spiral, spiring inflation yeah. in, 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 in Sri Lanka. So I hope uh, the world should learn. Of course, in the leadership, there is something wrong too. <laughs> they misman- so that's why they mismanage it. But you know, another news is CBNnews.com, uh, April 5, 2022 by Dale Hurd. Okay, the article is Global Food Catastrophe Coming. Okay, mm-hmm. hundreds of millions face starvation. So, yes. uh, that's it. You know, it, it, uh, it says war in Ukraine takes one third of the world's wheat off the table. One third. The head of the food uh, uh, the head of the World Food Program, former South Carolina Governor David Beasley, says the world food supply already faced a catastrophe mm. before the war in Ukraine. Yeah. And he says, we're so short of funds already. And now in Ukraine, with Ukraine, we've got 50% rations for people. 50%. <laughs> for example, in Yemen... I've got cut 50% rations for 8 million people. Niger, Niger, I don't know how to pronounce that. 50% rations. CAD or CHAD, 50% rations. And 50% don't have anything. Those who were in extreme need, Bisti said. So if 50%, you know, so half of it do not have food, mm-hmm. right? So I, maybe they, they have to share it, spread it. So uh, it's like uh, if they're receiving this much, now it's 50%. So it's, it has started, it has begun, friends, uh, in other countries. Uh, in those countries that I mentioned, that they were giving 50% already. Because the supply is not much. Now, UNTV News and Rescue, May 18, 2022 by Janice in, in Hente. Okay, he said, she said, sorry, DA, food supply crisis. This is in Filipino. So, pinangangambahan dahil sa pandemia at high commodity cost. cost. So, they, they, they fear uh, that there is going to be a food crisis because of the pandemic and the increasing prices of all commodities. Okay? Uh, so there we have a link also of course but it's not there now let me read the, what uh, the department of agriculture secretary william dar said he said there is a looming food crisis due to the pandemic 
Russia and Ukraine war and the rise of petroleum prices. Yeah. Agree? <laughs> Those of you who have cars, uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> that uh, gas, uh, fuel prices are you know, not going down. It's always increasing, right? Um, and uh, the Secretary William Dar said, dapat paghandaan at, at ang bawat Pilipino kung pwede, he said, magtanim tayo lahat, mag-alaga at mangisda kagaya dito sa urban areas. Now, what is that in English? Let, let, I'll translate. <laughs> okay, I'll do my best. He said, dapat paghandaan, he said, we must prepare ang bawat Pilipino kung pwede magtanim tayo. In English, every Filipino citizen, if possible, let us plant. Okay, that is from the Department of Agriculture uh, sec Secretary. Every Filipino, if possible, plant. Okay, it says, Mag-alaga. Say, uh, what is mag-alaga? Uh, we take care. Uh, we tend. We something like it's, it's like farming. Okay. We, uh, at mangisda, you know, let's do fishing. Or when you connect mag-alaga in mangisda, you, you take care and, and then you go fish. It means you take care of fish because he said mangisda kagaya dito sa urban areas, just like what they are doing in the urban areas. In the urban areas, you know, they, they have fish, they take care of fish. It's, it's like uh, aquaponics or aquaculture, mm. you know, in, in highly urbanized uh, city, they have big ponds, yeah. okay? Containers where they, they, you know, they take care of the fish. They, they do fish farming. And that's what, the way I understand um, what he mentions when you try to connect everything, no? Mag-alaga, mangisda, kagaya dito sa urban areas. Because if he says that in a rural, rural areas, in the rivers, uh, in, in the ocean, then that means that you just have to catch fish. But when you relate it to urban areas, that means, you know, uh, grow, uh, not grow fish. Uh, yeah, they, they grow, but farm fish, right? Fish farming. So uh, this is a good uh, encouragement from our secretary, uh, William Dar of Department of Agriculture. What can you say? I'm really amazed to see in your garden you already started to have <laughs> aquaponics. Uh, Pastor Armand is a farmer <laughs> in a, a really amazing urban farming. We see outside uh, in his garden, so just uh, veggies. They don't buy veggies uh, anymore. They just eat out uh, from their garden and I've already have some fish here. That's, that's really awesome. <laughs> we just started. <laughs> <laughs> and but some yeah. chicken also. You have chicken also. Chicken coop. Chicken, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my mom is the one taking care of chickens and, you know, the eggplants. The, she plants a lot. Carrots, uh, radish, uh, beans. Uh, what, what do we have? Chilies. Yeah, chilies. Uh, so, uh, but this time I just planted corn, you know. I mean, make use of whatever uh, area yeah. you have. It's small spaces, just, just uh, near the fence. You hang, you hang uh, pots, you know, and start planting. I believe that if we do our part, like planting, I, I really also believe that in these last days, God will also do the supernatural. Like, you know, when the mm. Israelites crossed over from Egypt, they went to the... Uh, they went f through the desert on yes. the way to the promised land. Yes. 
our promised land is heaven. Mm-mm. And I really believe that in this desert time that we uh, will face, that Yahweh will uh, look after us um, supernaturally. Yes. And He will do the... Um, so there is hope also in in this message that we must look to Him and, and He is faithful. He will look after us. And yeah, But also, we also have to do our part yes. by planting. And, and yes. know, it's like a team. We work together with, with God in a team. <laughs> That's right. You know, the, the example that we have in the Bible is Joseph. Yeah, it's a good example. Yes. But, you know, it, it's so amazing that the great men of God in the Bible, especially starting from the Old Testament, were farmers. Yeah, I can Abraham, know. Isaac, Jacob. Noah also. Noah is a farmer. Mm. The Bible says he, he's a, a farmer. <laughs> yeah, when he got off the boat, and you know, when he after the rainbow, again. he started being a farmer. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Went back to his usual thing. Uh, that's his career. Okay, so uh, these people were, were farmers, you know. And uh, mm. but anyway, uh, we're going to continue next week. Okay, it's uh, we have a, a service to attend to after this uh, Sunday live. But uh, I want to um, encourage everyone, okay? When do we prepare for eventualities? Now or later? Before the famine or during the famine? Okay? Let's learn from Joseph. Hmm. He prepared during the seven years of plenty to survive the years of uh, the famine. Okay? And uh, that's why we're doing things here. Yeah. And by God's favor, uh, it's, uh, you know, we're, we're seeing progress, uh, breakthroughs, which we are right now teaching other people. So we mm-hmm. have this urban farming thing, uh, training for free. And uh, uh, people are I- enjoying right now to see their little babies growing, their plants. But that's not it. Uh, I mean, planting pet chais, th- these are just the beginning, Okay. Because uh, what we really need to master also is uh, how to plant uh, plants, uh, crops like high in calories, you know, mm. carbohydrates. Because you you don't be you will not be satisfied with leafy greens. Yes, the Lord did not give you a goat's uh, digestive system. <laughs> we don't have a rabbit uh, digestive system, so mm. we will be hungry if you keep on eating apples and. And, and you know leaves okay we are we need protein we need carbohydrates so we mm. are going to explore on that also so those of you who are uh, doing your assignments on urban farming module one uh, on module two very exciting you know it will teach you how to make your own fertilizers and how to make it effective okay because a lot of people mm. think that organic fertilizers are not effective but they are very effective, okay? I'm doing a... And then module three is natural farming. And I'm doing uh, natural farming right now outside mm. with, my, uh, with my corn. So we'll see you... We'll, we'll show pictures to our students soon. Uh, uh, okay, good. I just want to say this is also... Uh, the aim of this is also to reaching out to yes. people who don't believe in Jesus because mm. I believe when... People are in need when they are hungry. They mm. are really open for the gospel. That's right. We know when life is good, people don't want to hear about God because they think they don't need God. But when life is very difficult and when they are hungry and when they are facing a crisis, then they are open to God. And I think this is amazing technique 
also of reaching out to the uh, people uh, i mean in africa when they know in africa there's no famines for for a long time and there's a group of believers that they, uh, they call as organization called farming god's way and they That's go right. into africa and they're not just giving people food they're teaching people like how to plant. What, what you are doing they're teaching people how to plant their own food and in that they teach them they share them the word and they share them the gospel so yeah it's a very effective way yeah. if you want to um duplicate it yeah i think i think if you um feed people uh, the food and you help people then they will be very open yes for the gospel that's and right uh, they will res- it's like they, they will be uh, open to hear about jesus yes that's right mm. so uh, it's been effective in africa for how long do you think oh, for a long time uh, it's yes for a long time mm. so this is the time friends that we prepare mm. that we learn how to do farming now, to those of you who have farmlands, okay, and it's sitting there with nothing, okay, remember one day we are going to stand before God, okay, and we're going to give account to every entrustment that God has allowed in our lap, yes. has placed in our lap. And so, you see, you have to do something, make use of every property that you have for the glory of god okay don't waste it okay make use of it have somebody you don't know how to do farming have somebody tend the land and uh, do the farming for you at Mm. least at least people will be blessed Mm. will eat something and god will be glorified and you will be rewarded one day okay because i tell you there is going to be a time of reckoning, okay? When God is going to judge us, okay? Our works. What have we done mm. with the interest? So we're stewards here. So please, uh, friends, if you have, the more you are accountable to God, you have more accountability if you have a farmland. Okay, don't let it sit there. Use it. Okay, mm. use it. And you don't know how to use it? Well, have somebody work on it. Team with, you know, get a team. Form a team. Okay, to make it profitable. Um, to close this, uh, we're going to close right now. We're going to continue next uh, Sunday with our Revelation 6 and uh, the, the Gospels. Okay, mm. so what to do? I believe uh, this is a wisdom from Sir Ken also. Mm. Pastor Ken Sandberg said... Okay, it would be smart to do three things at this time. Number one, stock up on non-perishable foods that you like. I mean, uh, this is uh, a prepper's uh, action, right? Mm. Uh, by the way, I asked permission from him that uh, we use this in our <laughs> teaching too. Mm. So he said, yeah, okay. So thank you for that, Sir Ken. So stock up on non-perishable foods that you like. That is wisdom. Mm. Okay. Uh, number two, grow or raise some of your own food. Okay. Mm. Uh, number three, be willing to trade or sell foods with to your brothers and sisters in Christ. Or give. That's what you mentioned. Or give if you have no ah. Or give if they have no resources. Mm. Because there are some people who will come to you and they really have nothing. Mm. You know? Sorry, I don't have money. I don't have anything. But I'm hungry. My family is hungry. So what can you do? 
Okay? So this is why we want God to bless us and let's mm. keep our trust in God. God often bless us so we can be a blessing to others That's and so right. we can help others. Not just for, for enrich ourselves, but the purpose of that blessing is to, um, to help other people. That's right. Mm. That's right. So for our last scripture, um, when we walk in the fear of the Lord, we position ourselves for breakthrough or favor from God. You know, I believe mm. that is the key, actually. Yes. Let yes. us walk in the fear of the Lord. Now, you the, fear God. All the money in the world cannot buy the favor of God. Mm. I mean, the favor of God is, is very precious. Mm. That means, just like you said, we believe that, you know, when, when things get worse and you have nothing, you know, God can rain down manna again. Mm. You know, nothing is impossible mm. with God. Nothing. Or maybe He will give us a different food, you know. I mean, <laughs> for e Elijah, He sent the birds, <laughs> the <Yeah>. raven. <laughs> <Yeah>. ravens, <laughs> okay. And, and, and the, the, those birds fed Elijah with uh, protein, with bread with carbohydrates so if, if you uh, meat and carbohydrates so try to understand learn from the bible we need to plant carbohydrates <laughs> high uh, rich in carbohydrate foods okay uh so not just leafy greens but also we need glow foods you know way back in elementary uh, the, the teacher did taught us uh, go Grow and glow. Do, uh, are you familiar no, with that? No, Do you no. not in Africa? I'm not familiar. <laughs> okay, uh, we have the go fruit, uh, go foods, grow foods, and glow foods. So anyway, that's another story. But the for the scripture, let's read this, brother. Can you read this? Sure. This is a Psalm 34, 9-10. Fear the Lord, all you his saints, for those who do so will have no need of anything. Wow. Even young lions sometimes lack food and are hungry, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Wow. What do you think? That's awesome. Yeah, God is really faithful. <laughs> yeah. He is, he, he's, I mean, if I look in my past, He's always faithful, and I know that we can trust His character. He will also be faithful in the future. Amen. Can I just quickly tell Go a ahead. story about God? I've, yeah. heard, I've heard a story <laughs> of someone told me about this person was so hungry and th this person had any f food and no money, nothing. He was very, very hungry. And, and this person cried out to God. And mm -hmm. then what happened is a bird that caught a fish flew over the sky and dropped that fish right out of the sky in front of the person and that person had fish to eat wow. really that is wow. how god provided for this person <laughs> and that is uh, god is i mean wow. he can do anything to help his children <laughs> wow if if that happens again you know to to a person who will experience such a miracle You know, that person will really glorify God. Yeah. You know, I mean, how did the bird, I mean, somebody, okay, somebody uh, told the bird to do that and, you know, feed the man. Yeah. Yeah, God is faithful and we, 
Yeah, we just press into him, get to know him, spend time yes. with him. Yes. So, so meaning uh, the best, uh, the best thing that you can do right now besides planting, besides what is uh, stocking on mm. uh, uh, canned foods, or you know, the best thing you can do right now to prepare for a famine is get right with God. Yeah, get to know Him. Get, get to, right to know Him. him. Yes. 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 Make sure that you're right with God. Okay? No monkey business. Repent from any known sin. Okay? Uh, and, and then be a disciple. Be with somebody who has gone ahead of you spiritually, who can help you, who can walk alongside you and influence you to walk in righteousness and in holiness. But that will not happen without you deciding to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. I also want to uh, something say that a lot of people out there struggle with fear and anxiety because, I mean, we know every, uh, life is getting more expensive, the gasoline is getting expensive, and mm-hmm. food is getting expensive, everything is getting expensive, and that people are very uh, uh, worried, and they struggle with fear, and the only remedy for that is to get to know Him, get to know Him, that, and if you know Him, the shalom peace of God will fill your mind. He will fill your heart. Right. And then you will experience peace. And His love, His perfect love will cast out that fear. That's right. And because He is good, He will look after you. Don't fear. Amen. He will look after you. Amen. Don't look like, you know, like Peter when he stepped out of the boat and he was walking on water. Then when he took his, when as soon as when his eyes taken yeah. off the savior and he sank yeah and, I, and and all this stuff we see it's like big waves of the ocean like the all the stuff but just look to jesus yeah he, he will he will hold yeah. he will hold you That's right. he will never let go of you he will never leave you and never forsake you don't let go that don't take your eyes off him yeah so instead of focusing on the waves yeah. you know on the roaring words waves mm. you know mm. focus on the lord jesus christ who yes. told you come mm. Okay, so let us draw near the Lord. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So this is it, friends. Uh, we're going to see you again. I hope that you will join us again next week. Uh, thank you, brother. It's good pleasure to have you. <laughs> thank you, Pastor. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you again next week uh, because we are, we have to conclude this uh, famine thing. Mm. Um, and I hope that a lot of you who have joined us today are blessed, and uh, there's a lot of goodies to pick from from the things that we discussed Mm. today and so let's close in prayer father thank you for your blessing bless everyone thank you for your anointing thank you lord for uh, the flow of your anointing through our worship today Mm. we love you lord jesus and now the lord bless you and keep you the lord makes his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you the lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace both now and forevermore. And all of God's people say, Amen. Amen. And God bless you all. And um, join us again next week for the, f- uh, fi- uh, for the finale of this uh, series on famines in the Bible. And uh, Sister Eva. Hello, Eva. <laughs> She's my beloved wife. I love you. <laughs> Whoa. And also to my family in South Africa will watch. 
uh, hello, good morning, see you later. <laughs> in Africa, yes. Yeah, they will watch a stream. And this is a, the great thing about online service. People all over the world can and can watch this. That's right. So, of course, and I believe that's also a sign. Unless the whole world will, whole, uh, will hear the gospel, then yes. Jesus will come back. And Amen. I love the name of the church, Maranatha, because it means, come Lord Jesus, come, <laughs> Maranatha, come Lord Jesus, come. Ooh. We just hope that he will come tonight. <laughs> what a glorious day that will be. <laughs> yeah, but for as long as he's not coming for us yet, well, we have a mission to finish. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there that still need to hear the good news yes. of the gospel. Amen. And that's why we are still alive. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, to those of you who are watching in Africa, we love you. Uh, send our regards from the Philippines. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Uh, and uh, we're closing now because uh, we have to say goodbye. Shalom. <laughs> shalom, shalom. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davo on Facebook, where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. God bless.